0: Good evening, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good evening to those in the world that are not of Christ. Something I want to touch on very quickly, something that's been brought to my attention. Last uh, week on the 31st of um, December, um, coming into the uh, the 1st um, of uh, January 21, um, a brother of mine sent me a uh, like a, an attachment in regards to praying for a revival in the UK. And it was basically for everyone to pray at a certain time on a certain day for this revival. A year ago, the Lord said to me, there will be no revival in the UK or in America because of the wickedness that has caused um, the judgment that come upon the nation, how wicked Christians are, how wicked non-believers are. And... When I went to read this at the bottom, when it said about a revival, straight away in my spirit, the Lord said, no, there will be no revival in the UK. And there'll be no revival in America or the West end of because right now, a lot of Christians are living in sin and people are rebelling against the holiness of God. And this country, the UK is no longer a Christian nation and nor is America. We were once a blessed nation, but we're not anymore. And I'm going to read you a bunch of scripture now. That me and my brother in Christ were speaking about last week um, that confirms what I'm talking about here it's very important that people understand that it says here um, in the book of Peter um, let me find the the scripture for you so 1 Peter 4 verse 17 it says uh, the judgment begins in the house of God so what that means is that you know before we can get a revival in this nation, people need to be brought to their knees in the Christian faith, as well as the non-believers, to repent of their sins, and then God will bring a revival and postpone the judgment. But the judgment is going to come anyway. So many Christians seem to think that we're, especially um, pre-trib Christians, seem to think before the judgments come, we're all going to be lifted up into the sky. No, that's not biblical. And because Jesus said, Two things have got to come to pass before um, I return and that's two Thessalonians two verses one to nine, that a great falling away must happen, and also the man of perdition must stand in the throne. And these things have not happened yet, which however, one of them it will come to pass very soon, which is the COVID nineteen vaccine and the mark of the beast Uh, biometric tag that's attached to that you know which is all over the news right now and if you look for it you'll see it that basically in the next year i mean i had a dream um a few nights ago i asked the lord i was watching the movie i was a bit teary and i was just so keen to get home and i said to the father when you're going to bring me home and i didn't get an answer there and then but when i had a dream that night i heard a man say to me four years now it could be four years until i go home or it could be four years before something happens and they reckon there's biometric tag will come into full effect within three years and trials are going to start this march you know and i'm not saying i'm going home in four years but you know the law speaks to me in visions and dreams but what i want to t- touch on the main focus is there will be no revival in this country or america until judgment has been and gone and the amount of scripture i can show you 1 peter four seventeen, judgment begins in the house of god you know jeremiah 15 verse 1 and 2 kings 21 verse 9 um, and when you read these things it talks about god's judgment now let me just read down here um, that was me talking to a brother so i'm going to read you another scripture now from ezekiel 21 and the word of the lord came to me saying son of man set your face towards jerusalem and speak against the sanctuaries and prophesy against the land of israel and say to the land of israel thus says the lord behold i am against you and i will draw my sword out of its stealth sheath sorry and cut off from you the righteous and the wicked because i will cut off from you the righteous and the wicked therefore my sword will go forth from its sheath against all flesh from the south to the north thus all flesh will know that i the lord have drawn my sword out of its sheath, and it will not return to its sheath again this is powerful scripture though and when you when you just read that it just blows you out of the water you know god is basically saying to israel because of your wickedness i'm gonna pull my sword out i'm gonna cut you down because you're wicked um judges 5 verse 8 new gods were chosen then war was at the in the gates. 2 Kings 24.3 Surely at the command of the Lord it came upon Judah to remove them from his sight because of the sins of the manasseh according to all that he had done and also for the innocent blood which he shed. For he filled Jerusalem with the innocent blood, and the Lord would not forgive. So Manasseh was basically someone who was so wicked in in Judah, um and I mean wicked, that God basically poured out his wrath upon the people of that that time, you know. And it you know, guys, we've got to understand something right, we've got to be biblical, you know, and a lot of my brothers in Christ totally agree with what the Lord has shown me. The judgment is coming upon the christians in our churches that are living in sin and coming upon this nation and we christians will have to suffer and go through persecution paul talks about this in corinthians about long suffering in the book of timothy peter mentions it that long-suffering we have to endure physically, mentally, and spiritually. This is part of our walk, and it's going to happen. I guarantee you now, in the next 12 months, a lot of things are going to be going on, and I believe in my heart a great falling away will happen. Many people will take this vaccine and take the mark. They're going to lose everything. They're going to lose their salvation. You know, um, people say, well, you can't lose your salvation. That's what the Calvinists said. Well, actually, read Revelations 13, 14 revelations 14 verse 9 says anyone who receives the mark or worships his image will be tormented in front of the holy angels and the lamb right so therefore if you receive a mark or worships his image it doesn't matter you go against jesus and you don't follow him in prayer fasting and in faith you will lose everything right jesus mentions this throughout revelation towards the end he talks about what happens to cowards people who lie idolaters fornicators blasphemers cowards they will belong outside the gates in other words you're not getting in to heaven that's it read scripture revelations 22 verse 18 and 19 he who adds to my word i'll add curses and disease and he who takes away from my word i will rub his name out of the lamb's book of life brothers and sisters i encourage you to understand something that we are in the end times and they are drawing close the next five years are going to be very interesting Right, and if you're not drawing close to God in prayer and in faith, and I mean, I met two people the other day, two women who say they're Christians, but they're in fear of the media in this land. I said, and the message was for them from the Lord was very clear put your faith in God, not your faith in mankind right have faith in god and everything and he will deliver you through everything he wants you to depend on him for every single thing even if you need a pen for work he wants you wants you to depend on him to get the pen that's how serious it is right if you don't you will lose satan will go around and he and the bible says he goes out and about and he goes out as a roaring lion seeing who he may devour um the actual scripture says he goes about like a ruin line seeking who he may devour. And unfortunately, many Christians are going to be devoured. Um, well, so-called Christians anyway. You know, you may disagree with me, that's fine. But I was telling people nine months ago through Revelation what will happen in stages, and people said, No, this will happen, that will happen. They didn't believe me. The Bible says that prophets will not be accepted in their own cities and even in their own houses. You know, I can't remember the scripture, but that's what it says in the New Testament. The prophets won't be accepted in their towns and in their own houses. So people that know me will reject what I say because they just don't want to hear it. So, um, but this is the truth, you know, and the bottom line is, guys, we have to draw close to God. And judgment is coming on this nation, whether you like it or not. You can live in a fairy tale if you want, but I told you about the verse in, uh one Peter three seventeen I think it was um bear with me one Peter four verse seventeen judgment begins in the house of God. Judgment is gonna come first on this nation and in America and most of the West because of its rebellion and then perhaps after there'll be a revival. But we must go through judgment first. We will be persecuted in many ways, physically, mentally, spiritually. Be prepared. This is the role. This is the path of a real Christian. You are going to go through the things. If you can't act it, you can leave it any time you want. But remember Jesus at the um, dinner table before he got crucified. Remember at the um, the Last Supper when he had his um, he broke the bread and his wine. And he said, "This wine is the covenant of my blood." And this bread is the covenant of my broken body. Sorry, the the bread represents his broken body. And the wine represents the blood that he shed for us on the cross. And they were like, what do you mean? You have to eat my bread. You have to eat my body, you know. And they were like, what are you talking about? And they got up and they walked off. And he said, do you want to go too? Go on, you lot, go. He didn't beg them to stay. He said, if you don't want, he basically was saying, if you don't want to stay and do this, just go. Right, I'm not making you stay. And that is God. God is basically saying to you, listen, if you want to be with me, walk after me, chase after me, seek me in prayer, seek me in faith, because if you you don't be bothered, off you go. You'll lose everything and you'll end up in eternal suffering. It's as simple as that. If you don't agree with what I've got to say, that's fine. Read the New Testament for yourself and listen to everything Jesus says in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John and Acts. That's what I say to people. You don't want to hear what I have to say? That's fine. But go read the New Testament. Stop listening to televangelists in America. Stop listening to all these so-called prophets around the world. Stop listening to people's opinions in their so-called Bible studies. Right? Go and read the New Testament and my advice is a new king james version it's the most accurate next to the king james old english and if you want to get really pacific read it in greek and hebrew all the other translations especially the niv stay away from the niv that book has been made by the devil and translated by a really bad publisher so brothers and sisters i encourage you lord brother you all to turn to god in these times because they are going to get tough really tough especially for us christians i mean i've just watched a video on youtube and i don't watch youtube often with things like this and there's a guy in london who presents um, stuff that basically the main national media are not talking about and in scotland right now the scottish and the british oh, sorry the british in general all of us english um, scottish welsh and irish are all going to be encouraged now to grass on our neighbors this is communism this is what they've been doing in china for years basically encouraging people to grass on their neighbors and they get rewards for it they get cash check it out on the news this is a big thing now basically um the uh, the government are going to encourage people to snitch on their neighbors if they're breaking covid19 rules right you call yourself a christian all right it's for example romans 13 says respect authority yes we must respect authority the governing authorities that are above us but common sense needs to be used common sense needs to be applied right when you actually look at romans 13 what it's talking about it's respect authority as in don't go breaking the speed limits. Don't go and rob someone's car. Don't go and shoplift. Don't go and break into someone's house. That's what it's talking about. But it's not talking about disrespecting your neighbor, right? That's just Jesus' second commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Now, people may be breaking the law. So you've got to weigh up the odds. Are these people actually going to hurt me and my family or hurt society? Or are they actually having the family get together because someone in the family is having a nervous breakdown? and they all love each other and they come together to worship the lord right you've got to ask yourself that question who are you to grasp on that person if they're literally breaking the law and they're having a massive rave and a massive party of a hundred people when everyone's supposed to be locked down in covid yes i understand that call the police and they'll act upon it but if it's a nice little family with a mum and dad auntie and uncle grandma and granddad with two kids don't you dare That is not your business. Let the Lord deal with it. If they're Christians, the Lord will convict them. But if they're not Christians, don't get involved. Romans 13 is not to be taken out of context, right? An actual fact, you put God's laws and God's ways before the laws of the land. Because God is not corruptible, the laws of the land are. And this government, the UK government, is not acting in a law-abiding way. They're actually breaking their own rules. They're making up their own laws as they go along this is actually against God, so actually if you really want to get pacific, look at how Boris Johnson and the UK government and the American government with Joe Biden coming up and all these so-called people, when you actually look at what they're doing underneath, they're making up laws as they go along, they're not actually doing what's right by the people, so technically we as Christians don't have to listen to them, we listen to God, so if God says to you, no you do not take the vaccine, you do not do this, you do not do that, you don't do it, it's as simple as that, Right, And as far as I'm concerned, the UK government, as much as the American, we've got to pray for them. And we are instructed to pray for our governments. And that's what I ask all of you to do, is pray for our governments. To stick by the rules, to stick by the law, and not break the law by imposing these stupid conditions with silly COVID-19. And I encourage you to trust in God, not the COVID-19 scaremongering tactics of the media or the government. We are... Men to be brothers and sisters in Christ, following the Messiah. What would he say if he was here? Do not take that vaccine. You do not need it. There was a guy in America who, John MacArthur, he's a famous Bible teacher in America. I don't particularly like him. Not, sorry, I don't particularly like his views because he's a Calvinist. As an individual, I can't judge him because I don't personally know him. But from what I've seen of him, you know, he made a good point the other day. He said that scientists in America say that you've got a 9996 chance of survival from COVID. But if you take the vaccine, you've got a 95% chance of survival. So why would you limit your odds? And everyone bursts out laughing, but he made a good point. You know, the human body can recover from this. This will cut off the sick people, but that is the goal of the world. And God's judgment is upon the world. And this is part of God's judgment. Brothers and sisters, and you non-believers, you need to understand something. Right? Jesus isn't mucking around. Right? He warns people throughout the four um, Gospels. John, Sorry, five. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. And in Revelation, he hits everything on the head right you need to listen to what he says and he's not mucking around if he does love you but if you really love him you're going to listen to him aren't you you're really going to follow him and do what he tells you to do aren't you right that's it so if you love him do what he says follow his first and second commandment right don't snitch on people if your christians are literally breaking the law and blatantly having raves and stuff then yes contact the police and do what you need to do but if it's a brother and sister in christ or just a normal person once their family over don't you dare right use your common sense if you have any and god will give you some common sense if you haven't pray about it you know at the end of the day romans 13 is not to be taken out of context read what paul is saying don't go out and rob a car. Don't go out and steal money from someone. Don't go out and burn someone's house down because you're jealous. That's what he's referring to. But right now, the law of the land is being changed and manipulated by corrupt people in the system. And technically, they're going against the human rights to even think of imposing a vaccine on people. Therefore, God's laws will override the laws of the land. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that people draw close to you, Father. They draw close to you in prayer. They draw close to you in person. That they talk to you, Father. And I pray that you guide these people to the paths, Father. The narrow path that leads unto life, I pray, Lord, that people will find it, Lord. And draw close to you, Jesus. That your laws, Father, are far higher than any laws on this land. That, Lord, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And to non-believers, we are governed by the laws of God, not by the laws of man. But Romans 13 says we are to respect authority, yes, with common sense, that the law right now, unfortunately, is breaking its own rules, especially if they're going to start imposing mandatory vaccines. Lord, I pray that you give all these people that listen to this discernment to turn to you and seek you with all their hearts, Father, to not be deceived and to be saved. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you all in Jesus' name. I love you all, guys. I hope that you draw close to God. And God is with you in these times, because we need his help. God bless you all. Love from me, Steve. Bless you all. Bye.